All right, we are back. The three of us. It's been a long time since we've had the three of us in the studio. Uh, it's been what now? Five, five weeks? Two weeks? Since end of September? Feels three? more than that, actually. Three yeah. weeks? No, more than three. Oh, no, because last week we were supposed to be together. Yeah, we were, we were uh, tripped up because you were busy at work. Yeah. And two weeks prior to that, I was... Uh, no, two weeks, two weeks prior to that was the rules committee, right? So you guys did it on the Wednesday when I was scorekeeping. Yeah. And then three weeks prior to that, it was Lohi and I, because I think you were not available. Yeah. And then it was you and Iggy. So yeah, it's been five, six weeks. About, yeah. yeah sheesh. Yeah. Not the, um, sheesh. Your the hair is making it very complicated to chroma. Yeah, I'm giving a haircut tomorrow, actually. Good. It's a day too late. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know. It's usually Thursday or Friday, but I said yeah. it's too Friday, you know? Uh, PC's in the I house. got a new haircut. Did you? I did. It's a transitory one because I'm changing the angle. It's a new haircut for a new decade. Okay. So I'm changing the angle which with with which it's positioned, and so uh, they cut it this way, and then the yeah. next haircut will be the actual haircut. Fair enough. Then. So PC's I'm in transitioning. The house. You're transitioning to yeah. a new decade. PC's in the house. Eagles in the house. I'm in the house. Uh, we're a bit congested. Eagle and I. You sound like garbage. Yeah, no, I'm okay though. I'm I'm fine. You know, like some people sound like super sexy when they're yeah. sick. You're not one of those people. No, but your it's, normal it's, voice sounds great. I know, but it's just because it's the weather, right? We're yeah. going cold to warm. It's screwed up my system, so I feel great. It's this the whole congestion part. I blame global warming. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Bleep you, global uh, warming people. Now, you know the the uh, Bills uh, blame global warming when the Dolphins beat them a week too. Excuse mafia. Aren't you guys playing this week? No. Uh, yeah. Bye week. No. But yeah. This week is the Bears. Oh, right, yeah. It was soon, though, no? Yeah. Those uh, Dolphins at um, uh, Orchard Park? End of November, beginning of December, I believe. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good game to watch. It might be flexing to primetime football. Let's hope so. I might be, uh, I don't get off course here, but I'm, I'm supposed to go to Giants-Eagles. Oh, that's fun. December, and that might be flexed in to primetime. My, my cutoff to watch... Football in a stadium that's outdoors. Mid October is. I was gonna say American Thanksgiving is the absolute latest. Yeah. Well, the idea was to go to Dallas for Giants Cowboys, but the travel would be too hectic to go to do one day trip. So we'll I'm see. surprised you didn't want to go to Vegas to see your team. Oh hell no. Anyway, uh, Eagles in the house, PC in the house, I'm in the house. Uh, we are down to the final days of the uh, Fall Cup prelim round. Day or day, yeah, yeah. And then we have. Dude, there's just a singular day left. There is, for whatever reason. Thank you, Rob. Um, because we, we couldn't have games on Thanksgiving Sunday, so there's one Sunday extra, essentially. That's all. <laughs> right. And we have to start the season past Labor Day, which also we can't have games on. So, right. yeah, it's just the remaining games are just now. So it is what it is. Sure. Um, winter registrations, do we have an update here? Is it open now fully? What's it is now open. So if you go to the website, there will be a cycle thing in the front here. Give it a second. Usually it takes a little bit of time. I don't you know, want to click the, the arrow. arrow right? Like, I just... I didn't know. Okay, fuck it. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Winter twenty twenty. And who's the quarterback? It's from last sec, my man. It is. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can go ahead and check all the information you want about the winter season on this page. It'll give you a breakdown in terms of all the dates, the cost, the divisions that we offer, etc. They're all here. Right. Blah 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 blah. Whatever it is, you want to sign up, you go ahead and do so. Uh, there's under the sign up area, you can sign up as a team. 
Or if your friends are being douches, you can always sign up as an individual and we'll find a team for you. Usually we would do a little free agent combine to try and help you find a team. So that's available right now. And player ratings, uh, what, what's the deal here? Because I've had people reach out to me asking for player ratings. Player ratings are going to be adjusted <coughs> on a per-individual basis. We're not doing a full overhaul of the ratings since fall is technically, as of now, considered an unofficial season, even though it isn't, but it is. It's nonsense. Um, we've never, for context, we've never done adjustments in the fall season into winter for but any why? teams. why? Because it started off as a tournament mode, and it still kind of is. And but so we, it's still a sample size of play. I agree with you. I've lost that battle. All right. Well, that's another battle for another day here. Uh, the Nonsensical. Hall of Fame will be announced. We saw it on the Instagram page for, for FPF that the Hall of Fame class will be announced when? Uh, soon. <coughs> we're going to put out the voting to the community, to Hall of Fame members, to staff members shortly, and we're going to announce it throughout the playoffs, uh, probably in the last week and everything. Yeah, so if you'd like to fun. join the three of us in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a big fraternity with three of us only. None uh, of us for our playing. No. Uh, awards. Hey, w- one of us passed Alex Lever on the all-time yardage list, just saying. Yeah, Mo. It wasn't Mokai. Was it Eagle? <laughs> what? Was it Eagle? <laughs> yeah, it was Eagle. Eagle passed him for passing yardage. Yeah, uh, I have a catch in Tier 1, okay? Of course. Uh, awards <laughs> announcement. The awards will be announced, uh, I think, soon, right? For, uh, <coughs> Correct, yes. So there you go. Okay. Uh, and don't forget, check out the uh, schedule for the knockout round. That will be posted as of Monday, correct? So technically, the dates are already up in terms of when and where <laughs> the games are going to be. And depending on the division you're in, where uh, where the games actually are. So, for example, if we were to go to the site and yeah. we go under the calendar on uh, November 14th, there were two women's games at Stade de Montréal and four Tier 3 games at St. Laurent. Um, same thing for all the other ones. So you can just go through this. It'll tell you exactly what the tier is, uh, and the rest of the details will be coming up when we get the actual team shortly. So technically, the schedule's already up for your tier, so you can plan ahead when your games are going to be. It's just a matter of which time slot is yours, essentially. Right. Okay, so I've been to Tier 4. Uh, here's a team I'm looking forward to that I've watched a few times. Uh, Red Dragons, uh, they've won three straight, got off to a slow start. Their last loss was to the Penetrators, which I scored Kepa Leola which I believe was the last outdoor game at Loyola uh, for this season. Uh, I think they're peaking at the right time here, Pease. Uh, they, they've been competitive in all their games this year. Uh, I like their receiving core that they have. They're a young team, um, potential long-term value that they could be here for a while uh, with this core group. And I think they are a team to watch out for in Tier 4 moving forward. Big win yesterday. Yeah. So they've competitive in all their games, except they lost 52-14 to 14 to primetime and 38-12 to 12 to receive the turf deal. So they're competitive in all their games, except against the two best teams in the division. That's the main issue. Like, they're, they're the next tier of teams, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think they do have a legitimate chance. I like them. I think they're fun. Guillaume, uh, Guillaume Boulanger, when he's been there, has been solid. Not great, but solid. Um, Can we give them a little bit of reprieve in that they played primetime and saved the turf those in week two and three? So yeah. by that period of time, oh, and, and then and then, but then West Island boys also uh, beat them thirty nine thirteen. Like, it's, yes, but half of their season they they spent only scoring two scores against t- the division's top teams and and averaging over forty points against per game in those games. But you know what? They uh, and, and but they kept it close against penetrators, so yeah. we'll give them that, right? So yeah. like, I just think that and I, 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 there's no. Here's the thing: is there, there's sort of a top two, three, four, five. Let's say two, three, four teams in any order you want to look at it. Prime time, save the turf tools. Uh, West Island boys and the Penetrators are the best teams in the division, right? Yes. Um, so they're not quite that, which is fine. They beat uh, QB Roulette and Step Rose, which was expected. And Toon Squad is a, a team I think that's 
probably about their caliber, and it was a close game, and they won that game. So it still deserves credit. I just don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. No, and you're, you're right about the, the top three being in its own class uh, with uh, Webb and Penetrators and Saber Turf Tolls. But I think in the next wave, though, they're definitely uh, yeah. they're the cream of the crop. And, and when I go back to that Penetrator game that they had, uh, they played them tough. It was one of those games, yeah, the weather was kind of murky. I know you weren't a big fan of La Jolla. Uh, that day. Oh, just stop with the outdoor games when it's minus two. Yeah, I know. Like, no, no, I'm done. It's, it's spitting funny, English, rain. Though, that, like, the weather we have now should have been early October. Yeah, this would have been great. This would have been perfect. Now. I, 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 I took a six-kilometer walk to get here because it was early, and it's a nice out. And it was a beautiful day, so I walked over. Right. But and no problems. You know, it, it, the Red Dragons, wherever they land, and they are going to be probably your four seed. Oh, they, they will be your four seed, I beg your pardon. Uh... I'll give them one round. I'll give them at least one round. Yeah. And after that... Depending, like, I think they're, they're matchup dependent, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if they get, like, Turf Tolls or Penetrators... Or, I think i give them a run against Penetrators and Whip, but I think the Turf Tolls will be the team that they might have problems with. Turf Tolls and, I think, Penetrators. So I think I think uh, 2.0 of that would be more difficult for right. them. Right. Uh, but we'll... And we won't get into seeding specifically because next, no, next, next show week, we'll actually have the official seeding, so... We'll focus on that. Exactly. So, QB uh, Roulette finally wins a game. Uh, did they take our quarterback, uh, Eagle, last week? Or what was the plan last week from our quarterback? Player? I don't remember. I think they did. Wow. Clearly, that was what it was missing because we are arrogant. When arrogant sports You know what? Show. They might have. I think it, we actually did pick Kenny Boutelier to do it. So we did, yeah. Yeah. And they finally went over primetime, 13-12. Uh, That's a big win. That's You're big welcome. Win. It's about time. Maybe you should listen to it the entire time. They also brought in Alexandre Blair for this game, so that yeah, helps. Alex Blair is a good player. Uh, they brought in Iggy uh, for the last few games as well, so it's a better team than the used to. Lucas Kenville is very fast as well, um, but you know what? Primetime had what seems to be their full roster or thereabouts. Ethan Adrian, by the way, I want to I want to give him a shout out. He rushed me in a tier two game. Right, that dude's good. I told my I play with Mexican Pierce in, t- in tier two, and I was like, if you guys can't replace uh, Julien Payment like full time on Braves, that's the next rusher for Braves. Like well, he, that, has, he has like two and a half sacks per game. He's he's amazing. Like he's not he's not just the guy who's fast. He's a really really good rusher. I nothing but respect for Ethan Adrian. The dude the dude's awesome. Fifteen career sacks and four INTs so far through two seasons. Yeah, he, and he and he hasn't just played rusher. Like he's, they moved him around <laughs> a lot, but as a rusher. Uh, yeah, I think he's phenomenal. He's a really good receiver too. Um, he's just really quick, uh, good body control, and um, yeah, surprised to see the result. But again, again, like Kenny called on some of his higher division friends uh, and, and, and Alex Blay and, and and Iggy Magnets, and Iggy probably brought Lu- Lucas Kenville. I Kenville wasn't on the team, right? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think he was. Um, yeah, he just has the one game played. So yeah, so he was just a sub. I know he plays on Kiss My In Laws. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's not their playoff roster. It's a much better team that face primetime this time than those, than will be in the playoffs. So in, in the teams that are in the yellow right now, uh, deep balls, tune squad, keep roulette. If you got to put your money on one team to get out of the opening game, is anyone, is, or, or is it matchup dependent? So with how, how will it work in, in this tier Eagle? The, the bottom three teams will play against. <laughs> so the eight versus nine team plays, the winner advances. The seven team gets a buy in the, lo- uh, the lower bracket. I'm going to cut the loser bracket. The lower bracket. Then one and two get buys. Three, six, four, five. The losers of three, six, four, five go down and play the seventh team and then the winner of eight, nine, essentially, in the lower bracket. 
And then that continues onwards every single round. That makes sense? So in this example here, the higher seed always wins. Yeah. So if we were to equate this, as of right now, again, we'll get into the actual matchups later. Right. But essentially, right now, Balls Deep technically get a buy. Toon Squad plays QB Roulette. Whip 2.0 plays Step Bros. And Red Dragons play Primetime. The winner of the Toon Squad QB Roulette game plays the higher seed between 3 and 6. Balls Deep plays the lower seed between 3 and 6. See, like, I give two squad a chance to beat Cooper Light. Like, I think they can get through one round. I was going to say two squad, but Deep Balls handled them well last time, and there's some quarterback issues. It sometimes it's Gordon Ross, and sometimes um, it's uh, Adam Antel. Yeah. And neither ones look great. They've both been kind of okay. Um, and you know the age-old adage, Mo: If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have <laughs> one, unless you QB Reload, of course, yeah, and you no listen to us. Um, also, QB Reload have shown a poor history of not listening to us, so I don't see how that changes for the playoffs. Uh, so I'm going to give it to Deep Balls. I like Bruno Provence's cool ability to run. They have a cool uniform, Deep Balls. They do. Yeah, they do. Oilers look to it. Terrible, terrible name, but um, I do like I do like the uniforms, and Bruno Provence is fast. Um, and in tier four, having a quarterback who can buy time and get get some short first downs on on the ground um, will pay off. So I think I think deep balls is more likely than the other two teams to to create a, an upset. Um, as much as I wanted to go with Toon Squad, as much as I love the story coming through yeah. FPF Junior, I, I just I don't see it. Um, I, I like. I, I like the pieces around. Francois Rochelot's looked really good too uh, for for deep balls. They're, they're they're green, but they have a lot of talent, um, you know. And and hopefully him, Rory Kelly, and uh, those guys can and them boys can get it done. Uh, Wibbit two point um, What do we? I know they they had a bad loss, but uh, what do we? Do we see them close to Penetrators and Turf Tolls, or are they still another rest of the pack team like we said for Red, Red Dragons? I wish I could throw for this team. The receiving core is nonsense. It's a good receiving core. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a tier one receiving team. Maybe tier two, borderline tier one receiving core. Um, Their only two losses came in week one and two against the Penetrators and yeah. Save the Turf Dolls. And but they've been, been better been since Zach Stacy's been quarterback. Yeah, they have. So they haven't lost since Zach Stacy's been quarterback. Yeah, Zach Stacy's a better offshore quarterback. Skylar Bailiff, we, we talked about but that. But imagine, imagine you could have, if you go into every game in tier four, yeah, and you're, a, you're like a competent FPF quarterback. Not not saying great, just competent FPF quarterback. Right. And you have Zach Staley, is Zach Stacy, Skylar Bailiff, and Julian McLaren Thompson are your three receiver, three top receivers in tier four. Right. It's as a trio, they would be the best three receivers on any team in tier four. Yeah, I think look, Skylar Bailiff. Um, I think it was with Iggy I spoke to this. I spoke about with Iggy, and I said they have, or maybe it was with you, piece. I don't remember. That they're weaker ago. having Scarlett Bailiff, Bailiff throw yeah. than him catching the of football. Course. And you can see the revelation for where they are now compared to where they were. But but just imagine it was one step further where they also had Zach Stacey as a receiver. Yeah, no, for sure. You right. Know? And if they, if they had another quarterback in there, I mean, you're talking about an arsenal of, of artillery that's, that would be phenomenal. But, yeah. and Nick, but Nick DeMalo's on this team too, by the way. Yeah. Just as a fourth option. Yeah. And, the, and one of the fastest guys in FPF. And, and, the, and the kid, number 13, uh, I always botch his name, and I apologize. Mike Badibunji, I think is his name. Badibunji. Yeah, he is an unreal player. Like yeah. he, he, he's got this afterburner to him that once the ball touches his hands, it's peace. We're, we're going for six. And 
I just think this team, Wib, can. I, I think they're going to make noise. I think they're going to go far, very far. And I think they knock one of the top three at some point and get themselves to that discussion of Final Four, if not into the Final Two. I think so. Zach Stacey's got a 5 to 1 touchdown interception ratio. That's exceptional. That's uh, Hall, FPF Hall of Fame worthy, basically. Yeah. If you, if you were to project out for that long playing higher divisions. Um, 3 to 1's hard to get in FPF. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that he's five to one and not being sort of like a traditional quarterback is really impressive. It's the best version of this team right now. And so I, I think absolutely they can they can upset one of those two teams if they need to beat both of them. I think that'll be tough. Yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to it's going to depend on how the cards fall, like how everything falls in their favor. If it falls their way where they avoid one of the big hitters and can get one step closer without playing through the uh a Mortal Kombat of, of, of the Pantheon teams out there that I think should be very fascinating. Uh, yeah. On to co-ed. But, um, yeah, go ahead. You want to wrap it up? There? Yeah, I was going to say, I just real, real, real quick question. I hate, yeah. I hate to be the guy that drags the segment, but uh, Eagle, is there a scenario where they would have to play Save the Turtles and uh, who's the other top team? Save the Turtles and Penetrators. Uh, Penetrators. Yeah. Is, there, is there a scenario where they have to play Two of the, like those two teams, but three times because double elimination. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. I then I de- like that's the thing where I think it gets tough. Right, because it's if, absolutely possible, yeah, yeah. and realistically, that's probably what's going to happen if they make it to the finals because they're going to have to win their first round matchup, which as of right now would be against Step Bros. That could change, <coughs> but if they were to win. They would then play the Penetrators. Mm-hmm. They'd have to beat them, then beat the winner of Save the Turftles versus what would potentially be like Red Dragons. So let's say Save the Turftles. So they have to beat them. And then if either Turftles or Penetrators run the bracket in the lower group, then they end up in the grand finals as well, and they'd have to play them there. Or same thing, if they end up losing one of the games, they'd have to work their way through the lower bracket and then play likely again Turftles or Penetrators yeah, in the they're top They're going to have to go, and to, to, to Pisa's point here, <laughs> They're going to have to go through both those teams, I think. It's a question of how they're able to win those games and yeah. yep. going forward. And remember, they could potentially lose one of those games, still win through the lower bracket, and make themselves into the grand finals. Right. But again, statistically, it's very high likelihood that they're going to hit Turtles or Penetrators again in yeah. the finals. Right. Um, uh, for those who are going to be watching the Eagles, Texan game, let me know how A.J. Brown does. Touchdown, Philip Dorsett. You serious? Yeah. Uh, I know. I, I, mean, I got. I got. Uh, by the way, Eagle, the spread's supposed to be uh, minus seven, not minus thirteen. It was thirteen and a half. I just checked. No, nah, man, you fucked me. Oh, by the way, we got a. We, we didn't do the. Uh, the I mean, you Eagle. messed with me. We bleeped. Guy, look, I was literally looking at it. Oh my god, it's literally minus seven now. It was minus thirteen and a half before. I swear to God, it was minus thirteen I and a half. Hate you I swear so to God, much. it was that. I hate you so much. It was 13 and a half. I promise you when this I give it bleepery. to you, it was 13 and a half. Bleepery. High bleepery. Bleepery of the highest order. I swear to you, it was 13 and a half. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that afterwards. All right, co-ed. Um, Eagle and I spoke about this last week, uh, Pease, about the quality teams, perhaps. But is there like a, a true favorite? Because you think about it now, eight teams in the green side of the bracket have five wins or more. I think there's sort of like a top five. I think Fast Not Furious, Easy Fun are kind of easy to pick, right? Because of yeah. the, the way the rosters are stacked and, and history and don't really have a question anywhere. Um, then the next 
three are, I think, well-equipped, but there's the question marks. And, and that, to me, is Yin and Yang, Fit Squad, and Kiss My Enzo. Right. Um, Kiss My Enzo, and the question mark is me. Otherwise, the team is completely stacked. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the those next three teams, like, like I feel like Yin and Yang, yes, you know, Rochelle <laughs> Valier is amazing. Uh, but they're just missing some general team defense, some general team speed on defense. Um, Fit squad, the quarterback play of Bruard has been excellent, but it's not the most complete roster. It's very top heavy with Lawrence Pomprin and, and uh, Bujema, uh, sorry, Bujema Sada right. as well, and, and uh, Salim Taye. So, like, well, Salim, sorry, Salim Tai is not even played. That's the other thing. So Salim Tai hasn't played the season, so they're they're weaker than the team that even went to the finals. Right. With the with probably equal quarterback play. So to me, there's a top four, five ish teams, regardless of standings. Uh, those to me are the top ones. Okay. So, but as we go to like the next question, kind of leads to that next point. Uh, there's still games to be played in this division. Uh, do you see like a seismic shift of some teams jumping over others, or are we going to hold serve with the current standings that we have as we speak going towards? Well, let's Monday? let's just clarify I mean, the, the something big, here. The big right? domino <laughs> is is whether or not Kiss My Enzo wins this weekend against Free Smoke. Right. That which, being said, yes. all the other teams between four and seven right now they have another game to play, so they they can move around. Like a team yeah. like Free Smoke, for example, can go as high as second seed in theory. Yeah, and some of those teams play each other too. Like I believe Fit Squad plays Villains or Benchwarmers. I don't remember at the moment, and the internet is loading slowly. Yeah, Benchwarmers plays Fit Squad, so one of those two teams will drop. One will presumably either hold one of the top spots or, or fall down a little bit. Um, but and as a reminder, by the way, for the playoffs for this breakdown, one to eight play each other round robin style, and then nine technically gets a lower bracket by, and then plays the higher of the losers uh, of the brackets essentially. So you're not in a gr- uh, you're you're in the best spot you could be in, but still the worst spot if you're in ninth. So through <coughs> through three games, sorry, through seven games. Plus, let's say because Yin and Yang have done it in eight. Yeah. Only uh, the only teams that scored more than two hundred thirty points so far: uh, Fast Not Furious, uh, Yin and Yang, Fit Squad, and Kiss My End Zone. Uh, Easy Fun will likely get there with uh, an extra win, and despite their history, they're actually getting it done on the defensive side of the ball. Right. But you know, we, we talk about it all the time. You need to score in the playoffs. Those offenses are the ones that right now are playing best. Yeah, so, and, and I think, you know, when, when I, and I scrubbed a few of the Kawhi games this year, uh, not as much the last few weeks, but uh, I was completely wrong with some teams. <laughs> like, Badgers, I thought Badgers were a good team. I'm like, wow, this is a good team, but they yeah. were terrible. But, um, so, <laughs> just quick, we played Badgers most recently. <coughs> right. Just a, a quick, like, tip and hint. And uh, we, we ran up the sc- we, we If you look at it, it would look as though we ran up the score. I went to see the captain at halftime and said, listen, do you mind if we still run our offense because we need to work on some stuff before the playoffs? Yeah. And so we were good. Like, there was no – it was not a contentious game at all. Like, we were chill. Um, And it was good. It it allowed us to work on a lot of stuff and run some plays we don't normally run. Right. Um, And the one thing I will say for Badgers, though, is above all else, there's a lot of things you have to fix. Don't show your defense before the the snap. Like, that's a – if you're gonna play Yin and Yang or Easy Fun or like if you're playing any of those you're top teams, that formation before the yeah, like, like all those yeah. all the, all experienced quarterbacks, even like Dom Lefau, for example, would shred that. You yeah. know, like um, so 
definitely like uh, any of the experienced quarterbacks in this division, you can't just show that you're in cover two every play. And it's like two four every play. Yeah, that's not good. So, like, just it's okay if you're in the same defense all the game, but mask it and then, like, try and incorporate other uh, other coverages as well. But at very least, try to mask your coverages by everyone lining up at the same spot on the line. Right. Just a little tip to help them out. uh, But yeah, they're they're athletic. They're they're gonna be fine. It's just they're, they're, there's a lack of knowledge at specific spots in the field. Yeah, I'm just I'm just fascinated by Fast Enough Furious. Um, they're good. They're they're a really good team. I said at the beginning of the season they're the, they're the best roster in coed. Yeah, and and now with where they're at, I mean they're six zero and one. Um, look, they had a they had a tough game against you guys, uh, which was fun to score. A drop a dropped convert from a loss. Rudy, from Rudy. Yes, exactly. But <coughs> Which we've never let, let her forget. <laughs> Definitely not. But now, look, the, with the easy fun game, that could be a prelude to them duking it out once, maybe twice during the knockout stages. Yeah. And it's going to be fun to see how they do. Miles Gibbons is a phenomenal quarterback. Um, and that receiving core is fun to watch. And they are on point. It'll be tough to beat this team. It'll yeah. be very tough to beat them moving forward as well. But look. It's, you, that's a game where you know you're going to have to score. Yeah. Like that's uh, score, control the clock, that kind of game. Right. Uh, big big ups to La Sect. Yeah. Getting themselves their first win in FPF. Uh, this is a team we've been following for, uh, they were here in COVID 2020, fall season. Yeah. And uh, they've, they've improved. Huge strides. Yeah, they've taken uh, steps towards improvement. And this is massive, I think, because we all like this team a lot. Good group of uh, guys and gals on this roster. And for them to get their first win, massive step. And I hope it, it parlays for them to now grow and build for future years to come with this core group moving forward. 38 points for in this game, too, which is incredible considering their other score lines have been like two touchdowns a game type of thing. So really impressive performance by Rafael Beauchamp. So, I mean, largely what teams have done is is double Alisson Francillon. Yeah. And he's developed a new threat with Justin leblanc Guindon. But, you know, I always say it, Mo, that the strength in code is the strength of your female players. and. They just don't use them enough. Lorietzi, to me, is a very underused receiver. Right. The fact that she only had 11 targets in seven games, to me, is nonsense. Uh, you know, it, you need to develop people like Valérie Frappier. You need to... Uh, uh, she, she only played one game this season, but in previous seasons as well, she, she wasn't as used. Uh, Estelle uh, Kevillon-Lemay as well. Like, uh, targeted a decent amount, 19 targets in eight games, but... Uh, you know, maybe put her in, in better positions, give her a route tree that she can succeed at and then start to expand it. Um, you know, that's that's to me that's to me the, the key to seeing them take the next step. If they if they get one win in the knockout round, I think it's a massive step. I think it's a massive statement of intent that they're on the right direction. And with co ed, we were talking about last week about co ed how this could be for them, uh, how it could be for next year where we could see three tiers, I would imagine, Eagle, if things continue to expand. With there are teams. three tiers for the upcoming right. coming. So yes. if they're going to be in the lowest tier, which we would, would imagine will be the case, uh, I'm excited for them. I really think they can win four or five games if things really uh, fall their way. So uh, congrats on, to them for doing what they've done and uh, hopefully get a win or two along the way and extend their season uh, into late November, <laughs> if not by the first week of December. All right, tier three. Um, is this the toughest tier amongst the ones we have? to predict because of how close some of these teams are uh, in terms of talent and win-loss record. Yeah, Tier 3 has been... Um, I thought it, I thought it was going to be a little bit uh, more lopsided than it was, than it, or rather than it's turned out to be. 
Um, my God, those Texans all reds are garbage. Um, I like them. What? I like them. Ah, it, it's going to be done with a proper uniform, though. Terrible. Um, but to be honest, <sighs> Kiss My In-Laws and Bruins, to me, still look like the best two teams. Even though Bruins dropped two games, question mark? Hold on. Arush? But did they, though? Arush? No? No. So you so you have Arush behind uh, Kiss My In-Laws. You don't? Define why. I, I like Arush's defense. I like that defense a lot. If okay. Lalone is is locked in, um, he is a, a solid quarterback. And look, they played down. Uh, who did they lose? Oh, they see they played out the threat level midnight, which was a closer game than expected. But I, I find that when they play tough, tougher tier, top tier teams in this division, they play very well. And I think now for Arusha, I'm not saying they're they're the best team, but I think they definitely are in that conversation of the debate that we can have with Kissman Loss and with Bruins on why they could be a good team. I mean, look, Trapstar is just upset Bruins, right? Um, and the way they did it was generating turnovers. And to be honest, that's not a great... Because Kissman and Laws and, um, and Trapstars run similar concepts on offense, it's not a thing that Bruins defend well. Uh, Ryan Garber shredded them. Um, and so if the Bruins can't score, they're, they're going to struggle. Um, they were missing Zach Zwern in this game, which is notable because he's the best receiver in the division um, <coughs> or one of. And um, to me, if they're at full strength, despite the predictable defense, their offense makes it so that they're difficult to beat game in and game out. Right. Uh, Kiss my in-laws... Prove to me that they're the class of the division. Um, did Arush play Kiss My Laws? Uh, I don't know. I'm uh, just we'll double check that for you. I'm looking at it now. They did not. No. Um, so Arush is only seven and one because they did not yet have the opportunity to lose to Kiss My Laws. Well, Flip it. So I think I have one of the questions here. It's just we're talking about Arush. Um, like I, I oh, get what you're saying with their defense, but like like Blue Dreamers have struggled to get off the ground, so they got shut out. Uh, Why so serious have struggled on offense? They get shut out there. So like like it's two games and Ravens in in, in week one, uh, and Ravens haven't looked right all season either. So like yeah, they 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 shut out Ravens with just sorry they, they allowed eight points to Ravens with Justin Charlebus right, and and then they they go out and shut out Blue Dreamers and Why so serious. And in those three games, they average three points against per game, roughly, right? A little bit under that. Right. Um, and even at that, I believe Blue Dreamers also missing their quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. But the rest of their games, like, you know, they, they did allow, uh, they, they had a close game against West Level Midnight. They allowed 31 points to Sulefes, um, which what is. Which Sulefes was it, by the way? Sorry? Which Sulefes was it? Which we, exactly we don't we never know we never know with this team and and uh, we need them to pay eight dollars to get verified, so we know it's the right to the fest exactly. Um, but check mark. the they they allow twenty seven to Warriors. So like it feels like every time they played a legitimate offense, they're just a regular defense. And they got out of the season without having to play against <laughs> Bruins or Kiss Manlaws, so they're untested. I don't think the defense is quite as good as you're making them seem. I think they're fine, and I think there's questions about their offense. I, I I've scored kept a lot of their games. I think that 
you know, you read up some valid points about who they face. Fine, it's their schedule. It's it's uh, it's, it's uh, not necessarily who they face. Like, I'm not just looking at it in terms of who they didn't face, but rather I'm looking at the fact that when they face teams that were on par with them, they play tight games. They uh, here, I'll, I'll give you some quick numbers here. So they have, I believe, over I think 16 ints through eight games, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, pass rushing is pretty solid. Uh, it's been a, a, a communal effort of what they have had done so far uh, with about eight or nine sacks this year. Uh, a bunch of pick sixes as well. Uh, Simone Loise is, is a phenomenal two-way player. He might be the guy to watch out for for this award for both ways. Um, I also look at their receiving core and what they have developed from that perspective here. Uh, Thomas Legault has become a really good number two for Eric Lalone. And now he is. Bastian Phaneuf Thibault with his size. He's become a red zone target for those jump balls, which he did have on on uh, Wednesday that they played in Laval. And I just think, look, they will face one of the top hitters, whether it's the Bruins or in-laws at some point. That's going to happen, right? It's, it's going to happen at some point. But I think at this juncture, with their with their rapport that they have, it won't be an easy out for Bruins or in-laws to beat this team like 45 million points here. How many interceptions do they have, Mo? I think 16. 16? Yeah. So, in those three games that I mentioned, the Wesley Series game, the Blue Dreamers uh, game, and the um, Ravens game, that accounts for 10 of the 16 interceptions, those three games. Well, that's what we call uh, productivity. Or is that what you call false kings? So are they Let's fa- go. Arusha false kings. We have it. You heard it here first. So they're your false kings. False kings. Arusha false kings. That brings up to our next question is false kings. So Arush, who, by the way, are going to hook us up with some food. Um, but Arush also false pizza? Because is that pizza? I mean, it's not a false pizza. It's a cultural pizza. Yeah, it's, it's a, a regional culture. pizza. <laughs> it's a regional How pizza. How insensitive are you, please? <laughs> it's a re- regional pizza, right? That's what it is. Can I get canceled for pizza? Pizzagate. <laughs> Wait, that's a different thing. Uh, well, it is the credible Pizzagate. You know, if, if you if you uh, I haven't changed it since uh, I got Pizza's number way back in the day, but if you call it up, it doesn't say Pizza, it says Pizza. Is they, it really? She, yeah, yeah. I swear to God, you've never changed it. I never changed it because I see. You know yeah. what? Keep it like that. Why not? That's fine. <coughs> so it says Pizza, and often I do lean. Yeah, exactly. All right, so Arush is your false kings. Anyone else is a false king in your mind in this division, or is it only Arush? Oh, I mean. There can only be one king. It's like a Highlander. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, to me, that's that's the obvious one. A Bruin. So, are Bruins as good as they are with the defense that they have is the other question. Um, so, do we have a tier of one with Kiss My In-Laws as the best team? I think Kiss My In-Laws has the most balanced team. Because they, they handle ki- Killer Rays and they handle Bruins. Yeah, they have less questions at this point of the year. Who was the only loss to? Uh, for uh, Kiss Men Laws? Yeah. Uh, hold on here. I just got to whip it up in terms of who they have. They're only oh, loss. Warriors. Yeah, yeah Warriors know. is an interesting matchup for them. I, I don't know if they'll allow 52 again. I don't think they will. I, I think there's less questions um, about Kiss Men Laws because I actually. Did I score keep that game? No, I did not. But um, I think. There's less questions because we know this team. We know how they've been built. We know who's on this roster. We know the wealth of experience that they have to win these type of games here. So going to the playoffs, yeah, I think they have less question marks than, say, Bruins or, or Roosh in your mind, who are the false kings in your in your mindset. Well, not just on my mind, factually. And I look, what happened was I, uh, I opened the great tome of false kingdomhood and the most recent entry 
in the tomb of false kingdomhood um, was um, actually Arush because when you play the uh, game of flags, you uh, I you can't wait when you win or you die. Pizza and hey, we got a special pizza for you. Have this yeah. one of your pizza. They're, they're spitting in our food, aren't they? Yeah, it's a real spice texture to it. Is this a Mediterranean look? I can't uh, wait. That way, it's like I made out with everyone at the restaurant. Very sexy. Yeah, I can't wait for the food. Anyway, so uh, false kings, uh, Arush. If they do win the uh, tier three, uh, I look forward to PZ presenting the trophy to them. Yeah, uh, for for that. Yeah, but uh, do <laughs> do I get to present a uh, a crown, an invisible crown for their kingdomhood? Perhaps. Okay. Uh, on to tier two. Um, starting to sense that we're we're seeing uh, the shaping of this uh, division of how it's been so far. Peas, is there a gap? This is the most predictable division. <laughs> well, it's been right, but is there a gap? Honestly, with everyone else not named Mangoose, Blackouse, and Kiss My Laws, with everyone else in this two, division, two gaps. There's two gaps. You just you just mentioned two gaps. I'm talking about the upper tier gap. Yeah, yeah. There's the upper tier, which is Kiss My Outlaws, yeah. which is a tier one team. And then, and then there is Blackouts, Mangoose, and then everybody else. Look, I, I, I like Blackouts a lot. I think Sinagra, yeah. oh, Kazaka, uh, Ciccone, these, these guys, Sione, these guys are, are, are good. Yeah. And I Kiss My Outlaws is insanely better. Oh, they're, they're, they're much better than they are. They're another stratosphere than, than others. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, there's, 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 there's two top tiers. There's, there's like a, uh, what is it in Gaming Eagle? The Z tier, the, the, what's the actual top S-tier. tier? S tier. S tier. That's it. So the there's the S tier, right? In in Kiss My Outlaws, and then there's the the one tier, which is Blackouts and and Mangoose. Um, I think if Kiss My Inlaws wins, they actually owe FPF money because they registered for a division they shouldn't have been in. Well, they're too good. They're too good for the division. So we won't give them the trophy then. No, no. Oh, it's the trophy. We no. give them the trophy. Then Alexis Dubois he transfers us four hundred dollars. If he doesn't sleep in. If he doesn't sleep in, yeah. doesn't sleep in. That's Which, weird. by the way, uh, injury to Lexi Zubas, so we'll see how that affects him. By the way, um, won't go into any details, but for him to say yes, let's have a meeting, staff meeting on the Friday, which he, yeah, he, you know, say let's do it and not be there. And I, I was so annoyed because I missed it because it's one of the few times I've ever been at work before 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and... He's like, ah, I slept in, like, you jerk. Yeah, I go, dude, like, I woke up, I woke up uh, half an hour early to go work out so I can come for this meeting to hear what your idea was and nowhere to be found. I, yeah. And I have to miss next week because I'm a nationals. But anyway. Okay, so. What's nationals? <laughs> soccer, women's soccer. I guess with that, it's going to be fun next week. Um, so here, here's a question for you. Which matchup are you looking forward to the most if you have, like, a, like you want to see maybe Mad Goose against Sweating Beers or it's a team nothing against Friends Without Daddy? Is there one match you're looking forward to that you can say, hey, I can't wait to see this happen? I kind of like Game Changers in terms of how they've um, developed throughout the season. We said early on that um, your time to beat Game Changers was early in the season. And now, like, they put up 31 against Blackouts. Yeah. So if Blackouts come out a little flat in that game or if they get some stops, um, they demolish Centaurs. They demolish Hot Sauce Sports. Um, I don't know, man. Um, last three games they're looking they're looking pretty good. Yeah, you know, I, I unfortunately I'm not scorecard a game changer game this season. Uh, and, and they also they were only six. They went down a player, and then Ryan Dobbs Garnett had to sub to end the game. Like it was hero football over there, you know. But it it was just it was a weird game against Blackouts too, right? So yeah, I, provided they're healthy, provided they're full roster, which they seem to never be. I think I think they can be an interesting team. Well. A team that 
that caught my attention. It, you know, you mentioned Santars. Um, they're so unpredictable. I mean, uh, score kept the game the other week or the other day. They they have talent there. Like, I mean, you think about Ivan Desjardins. He's a good player on this roster. Uh, the Rossi boys as well. But they should be better than what the 3-5 and five record has indicated. Like, they, they are a better team than that. I think Sweating Beers, Rocco Cristiano is really – like, he's the franchise for that team. And if he plays well, um, it makes a big difference for them. And they played Blackshirts um, on Monday in St. Laurent. And they gave them issues. Like, they, they didn't – they figured out Cristiano in the second half and made their adjustments and won that football game. But the first half of that matchup – they couldn't figure him out. Like they, he just kept plays alive, and so that's why I think Rocco Cristiano. I'm not saying they're going to beat Kismalas, but he's going to give them a chance to win more games in the knockout round than expected. Just two things about Rocco Cristiano. Um, Get a proper uniform. <laughs> that that'll help. Uh, also, speaking to the microphone, Mo helps. Um, <laughs> some water I get this. it. I get it. Uh, but one thing is a thing I noticed on playing against them uh, yeah. with him on defense. And one thing is a thing Iggy noticed calling defense against Rocco. One is, if you have a good rusher against Rocco, <coughs> he, he doesn't define his quick read well enough. Like He doesn't know, like, if I need to get rid of the ball, the ball's got to come out and go to this person here. Um, which, again, given his tackle background, I think it's surprising. But at the same time, you know, in tackle, you're reading your you're reading the the defensive line and how your offensive line is going to block them. It's a, it's right. a little different than what you're doing in flag, where you're just reading offensive concepts, right? right. So th- that's the thing where I think he's still developing as a flag quarterback. And on defense, he gives away his position too early by the way he turns his hips, so you can actually read what the entire defense is doing largely based on how he's positioning himself pre-snap and early into the play. Right. Um, and I'm not that good. So if I spotted that, I promise you more talented quarterbacks. Like Stephen Harper said, that's the stuff he's looking for, right? Like that's that's the thing that makes a guy like him next level and the ability to execute against it. Um, and a lot of these these special talents at quarterback um, – and it's guys like Nick Schaefer and, and, and uh, Stephen Harper. Right. So that's the stuff they're looking for against your defense. Right. Uh, quickly here, on the yellow side of the standings right now, Santars, Ethnic, Friends Without Danny, Hossa Sports by 50 million points. Uh, excluding your team, Peas, um, do you think any of these teams on the yellow side of the bracket could make a run? I'm surprised how low Centaurs fall. I thought it was a really that's good Centaurs roster. I said, yeah, roster. three and five. I think it's such a such a off, like, off-the-wall thing here for them. They should be much better than what the record has indicated. Yeah, like Team Ethnic... Uh, we played them. The game got out of hand, but was was close for moments. Um, I'm just going to check something here quickly here. Did Santar play Game Changers? And if so, who won? Because we don't have that in our tie breaks. Oh. Game Changers won. So technically, yeah, this is yeah, correct. Yeah, we just talked about it. Yeah, the, yeah the, this is correct. Yeah. Um, but it surprises me. I thought I thought this was going to be a much better version of their roster. Yeah. Um, and having played, I didn't play against Friends Without Danny. They they have improved as as they've sort of added to the roster throughout the season. Um, I also think Jared Buck's adjusting to the to the speed of tier two, right? Uh, particularly well. Um, so I think that depending on what the playoff roster looks like, Danny Damore, uh, true to the name, won't be eligible. Um, Eric Dashambo and Max Bira. Wait, is it four games or five games? Four, four games. Four games. Okay, so Max Bira and Eric Dashambo. Do qualify, so that makes them a much better team. 
Yeah, Deshabo helps that offense with Dude, intermediate stuff. D- you're, is you're, a phenomenal that's, you're bearing the lead. He's nothing compared to what Max Beer has done for this no, team. No, Max Beer is phenomenal for this Ma- team. Max Beer, again, I know he doesn't have the tackle pedigree, but the dude is ridiculous. He's got that Justin Lerner willpower quality that just makes plays that you don't think are possible. Yeah. Right? Like, that's that's the thing that they do. Um, and they're, they're coming along in a way I think is interesting. Um, so I'm curious to see how, who they get. I think they're a little matchup dependent. Um Team ethnic, it really comes down to whether or not Ben Lawler makes mistakes. Their defense still, uh, still is making mistakes. They, I missed four wide open touchdowns. Right. That's overthrown back in the end zone. Um, I'm the worst quarterback in this division. So yeah. if they do that, if he does that against Jason Rossi, if he does that against uh, Anton Sakic or even uh, Say Jordan properly. Panetta, Say properly. What? Anton Sakic. Anton Sakic, my mistake. Um, <laughs> like, there's, there's not another quarterback that won't punish them the way I didn't punish them on Monday night. Right. And, and like, all the great to them. They're, they're, they're great guys. They're a great team. They're fun. Offensively, they're everything you want. But defensively, they haven't fixed their issues yet. On to women's. Uh, we'll see Red Nation play Vortex. What do you want to see from Red Nation to make you believe that they can make a run? Points. Point score. I need you guys to score. I'll say this. Eagle did not hide his uh, his uh, comments about a particular quarterback on Red Nation in Alice Sobel. I stand by my statement. Yeah, that's fine. No, no. And, and I think it's a fair statement, right? She, what was the statement? I, I, that I, she's not played well and does not live up to the billing of being a, a quarterback. Of But of this has been what Allison Sobel's been, has it not? But for them to win last, last season... Yeah. Um, She's stagnant that she can't take the next step. Um, there are things about her game which innately work in the women's division in the way that wouldn't work in the core FPF divisions, right? Um, she's a gunslinger. She's taking a lot of shots. Um, a lot of the turnovers come on third down. I think sometimes I know that um, you know that you have to get to midfield or the ball goes to their team anyway. Right. But the if you don't convert, the ball goes all the way back to the other team's ten. I think five. I think of the other team's five rather. Yeah. I think Red Nation would be better poised to force teams to drive against their defense than to have Allison Sobel try and play for heroics. So she's got to be a better game manager. So here's the thing about um, Red Nation: uh, they lost by thirty-five to Vortex way back in week one. Yeah, lost by thirteen to Brutes in week two. Uh, the return game, they lost by 51 to Brutes. 52 to 1, by the way. And now they get Vortex right now. So mm-hmm. essentially, they lost by more or less four touchdowns per game, more or less. So, so here's what's going to happen in the playoff bracket over here, right? So yeah. the one seed is either going to be Brut or Vortex, likely Brut, but we'll see what happens. Four and five are going to be Lou and Louvre du Nord. They're going to play each other. The winner's going to advance. Two and three is going to be the other Brut or Vortex, not in the one seed versus Red Nation. Red Nation's going to lose. They're going to move to game four. They're going to play the winner of the Nod game. They're going to win. They're going to move to game five, play the loser of the three game, and get demolished again. And we're going to have a one versus two finals Brut Vortex. I'm sorry. This is what's going to happen. Um, also, I, I, clear out, I got to issue an apology. Yeah, go for it. Mode like ass called me out. Because I've been, I've been super high on Gab Vanier. 
Oh, uh, she was thankful to me because I went to bat for her saying she's. But whatever, you just always think the old, the more experienced person will do better than the newer person. Mother Cass is. It, a, you is have a you have the most predictable takes that you have to have done it before to do it in the future. I'm trying to be visionary. I'm yeah. trying to show the people where the league is going. I'm trying to look for the future. Mother of the Cass is a gangster on the, on the football field. Yeah, but it's it's okay. I know I know you're you're selling um you're selling Vortex short. I I know. I know that you don't have vision. I know that you're you're just the crusty well, old dude. Has vision. I get it. I get it. Like not everyone can be sixty-six percent passing completion. Mola Cass. Uh, Gabriel Vanny, sixty point three though. Look at that. Thirty-four touchdowns. Thirty-six touchdowns. Oh, this is what I tell you. They smoked them, 33-13. Oh, but also they lost to them. Last game, my friend. Booyah! I won. Again, this so you're only referring to the past. I'm looking to the future. Only the future. <laughs> and the future of women's division is going to be a Like, Mo, I don't know what's happening. I tried to apologize to you, but now this is bigger than me and you. This is me and Mo. <coughs> so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you, you're, you got the wrong horse back in you. Unfortunately, um, Gav Vanier is the future of, of the women's division. Molokas is a gangster. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Or uh, you're washed, Mo. I'm telling you, they're going to win it this year. Uh, give me Vortex. Doubling down on my take. Give me Vortex. I think you tripled down on your take. Yeah, it's all good. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mo. Like, yes, you're excellent. <laughs> oh, man. But I'm so, I can't agree with Mo because he's always wrong. So I'm sorry for you that he's going to be wrong about your team. It's not your fault. You're excellent. I'm it's just that Mo made you right worse. I must stress about it because I know Mo Lacasse will come up big for this team. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Why don't you tell us again about Andre Knight's going to win receiver of the year this year? Look. Their receiving core is nuts on Odd Brutes. You see who they have. It's okay. Vincent Benjamin probably can't do in the higher divisions. Like, I'm just reminding you of all your old takes. Look, the last point we all is I told this to Eagle. Alex Hollowax is a Division 5 quarterback. Yeah, yeah and he is. How many how <laughs> Div 2 tells did he win? I mean, he got to the finals, Div 2. <laughs> yeah, but he always choked, though. All right. Always came up short. Dan Lazaro can't do it. Oh, you can't say that. Lazaro was pissed at you guys. Oh, me. man. He was like, man, uh, no, sorry. No, he was pissed at, uh, at Iggy and Laurie because I think... Oh, he's always mad, though. It's Prozac, bro. No, Mental yeah. health no, is no. important. No, he's, he's, this he's, month especially. He's got a chip on his shoulder, Lazara. For no reason, by the way. He, he creates his own chip. No, but, okay, not to go off topic. But Laurent's pumping off. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll, do, we'll do that in tier yeah, one. we got to come up soon. Yeah. Um, if, you were to, if we did a 10-game regular season for, for, co- or for women's, I beg your pardon, she would have put up nearly a thousand yards receiving this year. Oh, she's amazing! Like I, I, I think she, I thought she's been everything in coed, right? So like, yeah. I'm I'm not surprised to see her. That that was just my introductory point to her was in coed, right? Um, I love her physicality in the red zone. Uh, love her route running. Love her ability to get open. She's like Rob Gronkowski out there. Does everything. Does everything. You can't believe how quickly she moves. Uh, for how impressive her stature is and how great her hands are she's just she's an everything receiver Gronk 2.0 yeah that's what she is she's a matchup number like you put her inside outside no. she'll beat you Gronk is Laurence Pombriand 2.0, 2. 2. 2. 2. yeah whatever we're gonna go with yeah. I, I think Gronk 2.0 or Pombriand 2.0 is, is good either or so it doesn't matter uh, on to tier 1 and uh, okay so w- what's this about Dan crying no, I think he was disappointed, like uh, in Iggy and, and Laurie, because they called them out. They said they weren't a good team and stuff. And then I came back last week saying, "Hey, no, they're a good team. No, they're a really good team. They're really good." I team. don't think they said that. Okay, that so 
who gets the number one, <laughs> number one seed at the end of the day? Bless or Kangaroos to, to wrap up the tier one schedule? I mean, the best two teams doesn't really matter to me. Like, if either one wins, I'm not surprised. So, uh, Bless, I believe, plays uh, Braves um, this weekend. I think uh, Kangaroos has um, run, it, run it once. So, the probability of... Yeah, uh, so Kangaroos going to win. Bless is going to win. <coughs> So they're going to finish where they are now. But remember, run it once in the spring season. Did beat a Lazarus team in the playoffs. I always mock Lazarus because he did the Carlton Banks uh, throw. Remember the, the episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when Carlton steals the ball from Will mm-hmm. and tries to go for the game when he's shot and the ball goes into the Pacific Ocean? And Lazarus did the exact same thing. He threw like a ball that was sailing, sailing. It hit like the top panel at Papineau. It didn't even reach the earth until like the next day. So they, they do have their number, I think, run at once. But if Kangaroos has that chip on the shoulder, and I think they are definitely a team that I, I have bought into, I think they are going to make a run. I think they ha- are the, the favorites to win Tier 1. Um, and four weeks from now, it would not surprise me to see Dan hosting that trophy. I mean, but like we're going to just pretend Braves aren't in the division, though. No, but... but it's I, just, I know they're, like, the, the, the injury to Gigi Chevalier is big. Yeah. It, it changes the team. Yeah. Um, but like whatever, they're still up there. Like to me, they're, they're, there's a there's a top quadrant of teams in that. And blessed by the way, they're playing Braves, so I don't I don't think they go undefeated because I think Braves probably like either way they'll be a tough game, right? So um, also for Braves too, if they were to lose, they kind of fall into that um, abyss of maybe fall into the four or five spot, right? Depending on how tiebreakers work, which Eagle hopefully will have that corrected for us. So. Yeah, but so I, I expect the top four to be when this is all over. Uh, Blessed, Kangaroos, uh, Braves, and KGP, and I think those are the best four teams. But I, I, like, like if any of those four teams win, I'm not surprised. But do you, can you see any any changes though with three, four, five, maybe even six with STL? Right? Uh, no. So you think everything's gonna hold? I serve? think the one change is that Kangaroos beat Runa once, and I think uh, KGP will beat STL. So and they I jump Runa once then. Yeah, I think those those are the four top teams. Okay, so so essentially, KGP would be on the green side of the bracket, and <coughs> Renault Wentz would drop into the yellow side. They will be, yeah. But what about Braves? It, it, what if they lost the blessed? I mean, they, they still have four wins, though. So but they could they could drop if Renault Wentz were to pull off. The, the only playoffs. way they they drop is if KGP wins and Renault once wins, and KGP would they have the tiebreaker on Braves. And yeah, they beat Braves. Beat Braves twice. Exactly. So by the way, the, the KGP versus Braves thing is real. For some reason, Braves cannot beat KGP. No, but but they, there's a bit of like, there's a bit of twitch in that between that that series. Like, there's respect, what you mean by twitch. There's a respect, but there's a little bit of like you know we'll give you a couple of shots here and there. You know there there's it's chippy for sure. It's a competitive nature that they respect each other, but they don't love each other. Okay. I mean, like, I'm not saying they're going out like, hey, we're, we're going to bring guns and knives to a fight here. So but like at work, my boss respects me. I don't think my boss loves me. But so. your colleagues, these are these are competitors. He's not your competitor, your boss. Fair. I guess so. So, but then, how many times do competitors fall in love? Mr. and Mrs. Smith from the Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt movie? Brad Pitt movie, yeah. In real life, and I believe it happened in the movie, too. Yeah, yeah. Poor Jennifer Aniston, eh? She got screwed. Yeah. Anyway. Tough one. Tough one. Tough one, indeed. But, you know, that's love. I I would love to see KGP Braves go at it one more time. Maybe twice. Could happen. Could happen. So... 
yeah, it'd be it'd be fun. It just like I said, I think too many things have to happen for raves to fall out. Right. Um, I I think running once, it's unlikely <laughs> that they'll beat Kangaroos. Kangaroos now are are full steam ahead. They have their whole roster. They're playing well. Uh, I I don't see it. <laughs> La- last time Kangaroos scored fifty eight on running once. Right. Um. So if we if we had to give like ECW hashtag and R have had a tough year in, in the Fall Cup. If we were to plan their Expedia trip, eight week trip because next uh, next season begins in Jan, so we're two months away from the winter season. So eight week Voyager, please. Where would we send these teams to kind of detox from this tough, grinding season that they have to go through? Amalfi Coast. Amalfi Coast. Amalfi Coast. Really, there's not there's not a reason to go anywhere else in the world. Amalfi Coast. Where would you send them, Eagle? But it's, it's eight I'm going. Though. I'm going to Hawaii in, in February, and I'm telling you, I'd rather go to Amalfi Coast. Okay, but it's an eight week trip here, so they're not going to say all eight weeks. In oh yeah, yeah, it's fine. You go. Would you st- would you spend eight weeks in Amalfi Coast? Yes. You've been there too, right? Yes. It's okay. Amazing. So clearly, th- what's happening here is just Mo hasn't been there yet. I've not been there yet. But but would they not get bored though? Being no, 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 no. You don't understand. So I think I think we need to look at this from a different perspective. What is the purpose of the trip? Is it pure R and R? Is it to kind of get away from like the chaos of the island of Montreal and be able to train in like your let's hyperbolic the, time chamber type FPF of thing? World. Get away from the FPF world. You've had some crappy seasons this year. Based on how little I thought about FPF when I was in the Amalfi Coast, I say Amalfi Coast. It's uh, it's just it's it's heaven on earth, dude. It's it's wild. I'm I'm gonna take Pease's statement, but I'm gonna extend it just a little bit. All I'm right. gonna do Mediterranean cruise, so you can hit up all of the islands and areas in that area. So you can do like your Portugal, you can do your Spain, you can yeah, do yeah, your Capri and everything. You can do your Mykonos. You can well, uh, you can go through all the different spots. Speaking of the Greek area of of the Mediterranean, uh, Johnny Matimenos, who's in this league, uh, plays with uh, the Wrangler Darren Medusian and all these guys. Uh, I go, so Darren, you went to Greece? He goes, yeah, but I'm not going to Mykonos. I'm going to uh, um, a lesser popular spot, and he sent me pictures of the spot. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I would send them to that spot that Johnny Ladd had told me about. But uh, you don't know what it's called. It's so memorable. You don't remember it. I'll, I'll send you guys a text for next week. But I will say, though, Majorca, more like Midorca. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I would send it to where Johnny went for to the Greek islands. Uh, much nicer than Mykonos, you told me. So there you go. I'd be I'd be also curious instead of doing more of like a, a relaxed trip, I'd also like to see them go like a California coast type of thing, end up on like Venice or Malibu Beach, uh, having to deal with like the muscle jocks there and everything, right? And get challenged, do a bunch of stuff. I think a little bit of that competition where they feel like uh, they can still be in it, but without being in the football world, might be interesting to them and kind of get their mojo back. Or, or see them having to uh, deal with different types of competition, like perhaps drifting through Tokyo. Yeah. May get to the accident, hopefully not, mm. and then reappear in a, in a movie two two movies later. What? Yeah. What are you doing here? I Why is Han still alive? I, I never understood who's like bankrolling those movies and everything. Like, are those cars insured? Like, what happens to them? Do you bring it to the shop? Yeah, it's called Awesome Insurance. Not awesome. Yeah, clearly, because you get to crash the cars, and apparently, there's no impact. Yeah, yeah. We sh- that's a good question. We should ask the directors of uh, Fast and Furious who insures the cars in the movies, especially the one that went to space in the last movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they really have gone beyond outer space for that. It's one. really, it's really the height of American cinema. Exactly. If they just, if if Nicolas Cage just chose Fast and, F- they would never stop. They would never have to stop making those movies. Of course. So anyway, it is now time for games of the week. 
We're going to do this a little bit differently this time because there's literally only one day of games at a single field scattered throughout the evening. So I'm just going to bring up the calendar and we're going to go through it regardless of division. We're going to do it by time. So we're going to start with field one women's division. Brut versus Louvre du Nord. Brut. Uh, Brut. Because you're not playing Vortex. We then have the Coed Cup. Kiss My End Zone versus Free Smoke. I can't pick it, but Kiss My End Zone by favorite. Yeah, Kiss My End Zone. And also co-ed Les Pacaires versus The Villains. Villains. Villains, yeah. All right. Women's Vortex versus Red Nation. Vortex. Yeah. Co-ed Cup. Fast Not Furious versus Easy Fun. Fast Not Furious. Uh, yeah, Fast Not Furious, yeah. Tier 3. Lockdown versus Sulefest. Yeah, because they're playing lockdown. Tier three. Also, Eagle, check who's on Silly Fest this week. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Tier three. Diamond Bougie versus Bandits. Diamond Bougie. Diamond Bougie. Tier three. Blue Dreamers versus Why So Serious. Uh, yeah. Blue Dreamers. Blue Dreamers, but if it's like Thursday night football, if I can avoid watching it, I'll avoid watching it. Blue Dreamers because I think they have a jackpot. Yeah, that's true. Tier two, Beer Belly Brigade versus Mangoose. Mangoose. Yeah, Mangoose. Mangoose is really good. Tier four, the Step Bros versus the Penetrators. Penetrators. Tier one, Braves versus Blessed. Real Braves. <sighs> I'm just for differentiation, I'm going to say Blessed because it's a 50 50 matchup to me. I love Molo Cast. I would have gone with the opposite you said, basically, because. Molo Cast. You know, because you're wrong all the time. Molo Cast. Yeah, Tier one. STL versus KGP. Uh, I'm going to go KGP. KGP is one. The battle of Puzzle Puzzle But the most wrong one is KGP. Coed. Bench Warmers versus Fit Squad. I'm going to go Fit Squad. I'm yeah, going to yeah, go yeah. Bench Warmers because Mo's always wrong. Molokas is gangster. Tier 1. No, her name is not Mo. Mo. Kangaroos versus Run It Once. Kangaroos. Yeah, I'm going to go Kangaroos. But Mo's wrong about his play. And last game, tier one, Easy W versus hashtag NR. Easy W. Yeah, so what happened was uh, I actually looked at most pick, he wrote that hashtag NR, so I'm going Easy W. Easy W. There we go. And those are our games of the week for our Whoa. final games of the Fall Cup regular season tournament. Got a preliminary round? Outside, I don't even know. Outside tournament over here. So we're going to get all the final tie breaks in uh, as of Monday we're going to get the game scheduled make sure to check when your games actually are likely somewhere between the 13th the 14th and the 16th although I think there are some teams starting the 20th I haven't looked at it in detail but keep that in mind and uh, get ready for the rundown to the grand finals hopefully you're in the upper bracket if you're in the lower bracket you only have one chance to get there so make it count well uh, my duties are officially done for the fall season. PZ. Uh, well, you're calling the games, though, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to know that. Bro. We'll figure it out. Uh, but we'll my, let you call the Vortex Championship. There you go. Uh, I'll be with uh, the Vortex. Uh, there we go. See, there we go. Thank you, Bill. That would be a great. We finally talked some sense into you. <laughs> Mokan, you heard it here first. Modlakas, Mokan doesn't believe relax, in you. We have, we have it, we have it on Mokan's tape. Gangster. We have it on tape. We have it on tape. We have it on tape. So, Iggy. Peasy and Lori and I think Alex Dubois will take you the rest of the way for the remaining shows that's left. Uh, I'll be back in the new year in some shape or form. And uh, I think we'll be negotiations for the roadshow, which we'll figure out. 
That's worse, please. Is this a contract year for you, Mo? It is. It is. Look at that, Kyrie Irving. Are you going to get renewed ahead of time? Eagle, how about you produce the goddamn show? But I am. Poorly. Good night. Am I? Yes. All right. Vortex. Put the place up. Yeah, we know what we're